0: I'm not saying we're better than everybody, but we know what's right and what's wrong. We have a podcast. From this point on, everything is candid. Everything we say, you believe. Every single week. Don't question us. All
1: right, welcome back, everybody. So, we would not shut the hell up for the first episode. So, this is going to be a two parter. So, enjoy the second half of our fun converse- conversation with Mr. Shane or Duno. Oh,
2: I got a little sidetracked with that's this okay. one. bit. That's okay. No, that's no, literally
1: that's, this entire that's podcast. no, because <laughs> uh, uh, I think
0: that I, was, yeah. was going to be a great dive in because I think showing your mindset and how you work and Accepting the creativity and accepting these parts about you that's hard to accept. I think you express that as well, like in your artwork going into tattooing now. I think a lot of us want to know from karate to the multiple jobs that we've all had outside of high school. That development process within is such a big thing for you. So going into tattooing, like give us a little input on how that all started out.
2: Well, so... I started getting tattoos like at eight, like actually, it's almost gonna be 10 years of me getting tattooed in November, which is super wow, exciting. That's wild. It was basically like I, I, start, I started getting tattooed at 18. It was the first artist I got tattooed by was Mario, and he did my first like three or four tattoos on me. But, anyways, my second artist, Johnny, he did my third tattoo, and he was like my main artist after a while. And like the, I think the tattoos that you started seeing, you are talking about by my knee, that yeah. was probably from him. Okay. At that time.
1: So at one point in time, Shane wanted to be a stockbroker. And then off of the microphone, we were kind of talking about like, you know, the mask that we put on. Like at one point, I was supposed to go to APU to be
0: a lawyer or something. One time I went to the sheriff's and got failed three times. You did. You know? But
1: like talking about like how everything kind of leads into something and like it kind of like leads into all of that and why we do the things that we do or like, you know, have these ideas of who we need to be. So
2: Yeah, so I I wanted to be a stockbroker, like, coming out of high school and stuff. And then when I – I had all these different options. So, again, when I was a kid, I did everything. But um, when I got older, it was kind of the same thing. So, I was tattooing was, like, not necessarily an option, but it was just, like, something I more enjoyed. I just like getting tattooed. For school and stuff like that, it just seemed like the most reasonable option to be a stockbroker because as a kid, that's what I enjoyed. Like, I enjoyed stocks and, like, money and stuff like that. And, like, when I –
1: There was, like, a sense of security within that job market. For
2: sure, yeah, because it was just, like, go to school and, like – be a stockbroker and like you know that's it you know <laughs> and then it was like being like you know making the studio bigger the cry studio and like getting more pay there because hey if the studio's getting paid more then I get paid more and stuff like that so there was that side of it too then there was like one other thing I think at the time but anyways those were like the main like focuses at the time and then eventually I realized I didn't want to do stockbroking and then it became the fire of academy and I so was again my dad was a firefighter mm-hmm. he can get me in and like there was like some sort of like he said for apu you know i could like yeah, my mom works there yeah that. fuck it you know what i mean <laughs> and yeah and he hadn't retired yet so it was like on the last years before he retired so he was like you know if you want to get in get in now like because yeah. i can I, my people are here you know yeah anyways i said no to that eventually and then that was around the time or during that time was around the, when i met a tommy montoya who was mm-hmm. like he's more like the on like the shows of like ink, Ma- ink master and all that stuff so yeah. he's one of the more known people in the industry yeah his son happened to train at our studio my boss was the guy who basically hooked him because he went to the same school as his daughters and stuff like that so since chico like talked with him and was like hey like i have a cry studio if you want to bring your son by like more than welcome to you. well you know he just he just told me he was like he look like a cool dad like i kept seeing him and stuff yeah. like that like he always just wore like, you know, really like nice clothes and like, really, like he just looked fresh. You know what I mean? He looked yeah. like a cool dad. How he's tattoos and stuff. And I don't know, anyways. He gave me the lesson. He was like, you take the one-on-one. You take the the first lesson for the kid because you do you like tattoos. The guy I think is a tattoo artist. It'd be cool for you. And I had no idea who it was at the time. Yeah. And I still really have never watched the, the season that he's on. For okay. it's like New York Inc. is the one we, that he's
1: on. We've watched every episode. <clears throat> so so Infatuated, because he's wild. He's his, wild. he so graduated yeah. with his daughter. Yeah, and, yeah, Celine. Yeah, Celine. And I've never seen my dad starstruck before.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We were walking, and I remember he's in my cap and gown, we're walking, and my dad is like hitting me on the shoulder. He's like Matt, 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 and I'm like what? And I he goes look, that's Tommy Montoya, and I was like whoa. And then I think because my dad was starstruck, I was starstruck, but I had known uh, mm-hmm. who Celine's dad was for a <clears> while. I was like oh cool, and then I remember like stopping and thinking like. <laughs> As he was walking, nobody was like really like, you know, everybody's there for the kids. So nobody's paying attention. And I'm like, man, how does nobody like know who this guy is? Because we grew up watching that show. Like, yeah. We watched every episode. And so like to us, it was like this big deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just funny. But your instructor giving you that that one-on-one, it's funny how things start to like kind of like fall in place, right?
2: So certain again, oh man, this is like, this is a, like I feel like these are, this is a subject that I talk about a lot. And I it's, you can go one or two ways with it, but it, there's. Certain coincidences that happen in your life, and there's certain things that you cannot deny. There is, there's a push. There's something greater force at work. Shit, man, (laughs) and like yeah, you. That's one of those moments because if I if I hadn't had that in, I wouldn't have gotten my buddy hired. So at that time, I wasn't tattooing, but I was in cohorts with my friend and was trying to get him into a shop and like. Who the fuck am I? Like, I wasn't even, like, I'm just a kid getting tattooed, like, <laughs> by another kid in the house. Like, who the fuck are we? Like, we're trying to, like, get this guy hired. And, like, mm-hmm. I, it just it didn't make any sense. But I was so driven for these, like, three or, like, however many years I was getting tattooed by him prior. Yeah. It just, again, certain shit just happens. and. Yep i met him and then i showed him all my tattoos and like at the time he didn't want anybody he didn't want new artist stuff like that yeah and he was just like oh cool those are nice like where do you get them from and stuff which they, we always do it's just a normal thing for us like we always ask whether your work is good whether your work is bad on you, you we're gonna it. ask yeah, yeah oh where'd you get it from you know just just out of curiosity and stuff and it's just one of those things where eventually we became friends in the sense of like i would hang out at the shop a lot he was like hey come by like get tattooed by me and i was like all right cool I just came by to hang out a lot. I took photos and stuff like that. I was really into photography at I the time. Remember. And again, that's mm-hmm. why I was like in court with my friends because I was taking photos of him tattooing or his tattoos and promoting him and everything. And I took videos of him and stuff. So I was like doing more videography and photography. And that's kind of what got me into tattooing actually. Oh, was like, crazy. It's dude, all these different, again, all these different things. Like, so I, I realized that there's certain things in my life that were of value and also not only a value, of value monetarily because it gave me different job opportunities and stuff like that, but relationship opportunities and again, expressiveness and stuff like that because at the time photography was my outlet and taking photos and videos and stuff like that. But then it allowed other opportunities through karate and then back again through tattooing and then now through my physical self. Because again, I feel better now than I, I think have before, but I also realize what I've needed. Like there's, there's certain things like just like a car, you got a maintenance, right? But as a kid, we don't, have knowledge of how to maintenance your body and stuff like that not like in a cleanliness way but like more in a in a a nutritional way like i think about my food habits back then and like they did not grow with me until i fucking turned probably like 26 27 like i feel like and then it finally like i got my shit together but it's more just like it's not necessarily that i didn't know how to do it it's just more like i just didn't care to do it or i didn't realize i didn't try to do other things it was like i was just trying the same thing over and over again like wondering like oh this isn't fucking working like you know what i mean but it's like well you didn't try anything new yet but again like accepting change and like i think i think what's super cool is like
1: that story and how you got into this industry has nothing to do with you like like you were just being like genuinely watering
2: other people's plants
1: exactly dude like, like you just, you be that person that gives. And when you, when you operate from a place of abundance and you operate from a place of like, you just genuinely wanted to see someone else succeed, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's
2: your, that's your boy. Yeah. You know, like you, shit, I didn't even know him as long as you guys. And that's the crazy <laughs> part was I, I became that, that good of friends with him and like, yeah, you're right. He was my boy or it still is my boy and stuff yeah. like that. But like, it's, it's crazy how you, again, you meet people in your life that just, it's like a push. it's yeah. like Here you go. You know.
1: You know, and, and it's like it's like you. It, it's coming from a place of love. Like I've been thinking a lot recently about like operating from a place a place of love and abundance as as opposed to a place of fear and, mm. and scarcity. Right. Yeah. But I think that that's a cool story because it was like you genuinely just wanted to see your buddy succeed and saw an opportunity come up yeah. and you were like, yeah, I got I got the guy and automatically started talking him up and showing him off and. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you know, here we are, what, six, seven years uh, later, you know, and you're I I mean, from what it seems to me, like a very successful tattoo artist. And I think if you were to go to that kid that was in that dojo doing that one on one and being like, bro,
2: yes, it's going to be follow
1: your heart
0: go and do it literally no idea of how all this happens you're going to make all these fucking twists and turns you're living in like just not really arrogance but just not understanding
2: where where life was going to take you yeah
0: and you just let it flow and i think that's something that a lot of people try to do is just let things flow and it's so hard because we want to control everything we do in life we don't want to fail but the minute you let things go and you just take the reins off Mm -hmm. and you just flow with everything these things happen because you're just letting your soul take you to where you want to be. And that's the place where you were taken and you're thriving in it. You know, like I, like from having the latest tattoo with you, you told me, you're like, all I want to do right now is roses, daggers, and skulls. (laughs) And that's, that's exactly what the tattoo is. And it came out perfect. And just seeing you enjoy yourself so much, not even through, you know, having me there, but like through this, (laughs) you just grinding and working on it for, 6 7 hours and just telling me over and over again like bro this is uh, thank you so much like it's so much fun like I should have said that like I was enjoying it just as much cuz I felt your energy of just pure yeah. enjoyment of what you were doing and that's 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 so inspiring
1: yeah, and and I think it th- there's something to be said like watering other other people's grasses right <clears throat> like that's so important but also to like filling your own bucket you know like we need to be the best version of ourselves so we can give that to others. And I think that's an expression of that where Shane's just doing what Shane loves. Yeah. You know Shane's I mean? being Shane. And we get we get to benefit, you know. Obviously, you yes. get to reap the benefits all of all of, you know, the people that get tattooed by you. Do you remember the moment that you were like, I want a tattoo. Like, I want to be a tattoo artist. Was there like a distinct moment that that kind of happened for
2: you? It was a long shift. A long shift because it was like, I didn't, again, like i think just for all of us like even the opportunities that you guys are all in now you don't you don't ever think of the job that you're going to be working later on in life and you don't ever think like when you're first applying for it or when they're when they're recruiting you to become this person it's like well, you, you me <laughs> like what the fuck ruby do you know like and for me it was just like i i couldn't see it because again i i I fucking did a shitty ass, like, <laughs> drawing for my tattoo already. I didn't, fuck. Like, I'm not an artist. You know what I mean? I doodle at best. And, like, that's pretty much what I did in college. And that's kind of why I didn't become a stockbroker and stuff like that. Because I just really didn't care for school. I When I was teaching karate, I felt better. My, I felt my teaching skills, and I know this is really getting really arrogant, but I felt my teaching skills were better than the ones at the school. Yeah. Like, it just, like, it irked me to be in the class with teachers who I felt were just, like, either not necessarily reading from a book and stuff like that but like the professors that were either like my class is so hard there's only a certain percentage of people that pass my class and if you want to leave right now go ahead and leave it's like that's great if that's you know like an ib class or like a higher rated like level class that's great for that but if this is just regular ass like yeah you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) okay it doesn't need to be like that or present it in a better way like be like, you know what? My class is tough, but I'm going to help you get through it. I'm going to make sure that you know what the fuck is going on. Show I'm not- that support. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Because, again, like, I know how to motivate somebody in a good way because of the process that I was taught. Mm. The way that... And then if you if you do it with, again, this is so funny because you fucking did this as uh he started complimenting people, right? He started uh-huh. me. Oh, nice, nice. Whatever you're wearing, you know, Oh, you look good or whatever. And the reaction that you get out of people is a different reaction, right? You get the, yeah. uh, oh, like, oh, like, Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, They're not you know? ready for it. And they're, they're happy and stuff like that. Right. Well, what's the other reaction the other side of things when you don't say anything to people when you're at the gym when you're at the grocery store when you're at these places and you just like you know nod your head or you just kind of like you don't even look at them you don't even engage you don't like acknowledge people right yeah when you do that everybody is probably thinking the same thing that you're thinking they probably want to say hi but they don't know what the other person's like going through in their day and stuff like that and they just like are scared to commit or the confidence of committing to something or showing off or whatever, anything like that. But you've taken it in the sense of just like, I'm just going to do it just because. Yeah. We all have our faults and stuff like that where we fall in our pitfalls and then we have to kind of climb back out. And some of us ex- express in different ways. Twitter's a lot of like where some people express <laughs> it. You know what I mean? They they yeah. they throw out their emotions out there and stuff like that. Some people do it on Instagram. Some people don't do it at all. Some people yeah. write. But we all need to express in different ways. And a lot of us are looking for um, this type of expression. Another way of of, of describing it is like when you said earlier the whole coffee shop vibe and stuff like yeah. that. Walking in and being a part of like a community and stuff like that. We all wanna be a part of community. We're social beings. We all we all want to be around yeah. somebody at some point. Yeah. And like whether it's only for five minutes, ten minutes, or twenty hours, you wanna be around somebody at some point. So yeah. we all as adults have to find these networks and these communities and stuff like that. So for me as a as a tattoo artist now, it's a thriving community because for some reason we, people think of us as like higher in a way. Like and again, like through I'm at the little Tommy scenario, like he's on TV, so it's a lot different. But. In a sense, if you think of a lot of other tattoo artists, like on Instagram and stuff like that, and on social media, they're portrayed in a certain way. In a, in a certain way, in a sense, they're almost like celebrities in a way. Yeah, it's right. like, and they they flaunt themselves in that way. And that's what everybody sees. That's what is the main main and first way that everybody's like first impression of you. There is no more walking into the shops. What's on your Instagram? So if you're in, and this is... Oh man, it, you can go to the whole subject about this is, is making things aesthetically pleasing. How many videos have you watched on TikTok or Instagram that are aesthetically pleasing? It's the fucking stupidest thing ever. <laughs> Stupid. This person peeling stickers off and it's like, yeah. it, it like peels perfectly or whatever. Or it's like a, a video of something smashing. It's like a huge fucking oh. like engineer block fucking smashing yep. something. Or it's a video of music going perfectly with a movement. Somebody's doing a movement and it goes perfectly with the movement. The video aspect of it transitioning from one clip to the next clip there's certain things that are aesthetically pleasing to the eye and we are in the as- the age of aesthetics so if you can make certain things aesthetically pleasing doesn't matter if it's visually audiotistically or it could also be through taste it could be through smell there's certain it doesn't matter what it is if you make it aesthetically pleasing you can sell the shit out of it and you can become you become very popular off it you can be um, like it's a trend yeah. Like it doesn't matter what it is But aesthetics, like we're in the age of aesthetics. And again, you think about bodies, think about health. It's another like form of it too. It's crazy to think how easy something is to catch on now. Yeah. Cause if all you have to do is just make it look good. And again, that's how tattoos are. If you really think about it, there is no, like, there's no right or wrong way to tattoo. Kind of, there's no right or wrong in your decisions and stuff like that. But there is a, there is like a bad tattoo and there's a good tattoo. Like there's an ugly one and there's like a a not so ugly one. But. Mm Art is in the eyes of the beholder. So yeah. I have like okay, I'll like well for you guys. Pull your pants down. Yeah, let's do it. I'll do it for <laughs> you guys down, in the big boy. I have my friends uh, Johnny and Katie tattooed me. I've had like some other friends tattoo I I've had people who don't tattoo tattoo me. <laughs> okay. So those tattoos aren't that great, you know obviously, but I love them. They're fun, you know what I mean? Like those are the ones that are that are the most fun to me because they're from close friends okay stories. stories yeah and that's why i get tattoos from my other friends too because it's like i'd rather have a story from them rather than like someone else you know yeah. um and yeah. like someone on instagram that has like fucking i don't know twenty thousand likes or whatever or 20 yeah you know what i mean like the so this like little matchstick is from is from them and it's like a really shitty matchstick but <laughs> it looks it, it's like to me it's fun because it's just like it's a matching tattoo with them they have one of them has the lit one one of them has the uh the burnt out one and then i have the the one that's That's cool cool. Uh, the whole idea of abundance you were talking about earlier yeah Uh, lisa nichols is a motivational speaker Mm -hmm. and she talks about living in abundance and like just having it in your life and stuff like that and like one of her quotes is to stir your soul she came here to stir your soul and that like resonated with me so much so i have those quotes tattooed on me i have that mm. and then the the art of dying is another one where it's like i that on my shin but these are all things that like i take on to myself that i want to have like a part of me so whether it be like my friends or whether it be just again like i guess core memories or like words that resonate with me i want them on me because it, it reminds me every day you know like it's okay to fail the art of dying like you have to fucking the, the, the Art of Dying to Bruce Lee is basically this scene in one of his movies and he talks to this blind guy and the, he's, he's helping this blind guy fight. Anyways, it's a, it's fucking, it's, it's a good movie in the sense of martial <laughs> arts aspect, <laughs> okay. right? And, and it's not like the greatest in the sense of like just like cinematic and stuff. Anyways, the guy has to fight this other guy and he's scared because obviously he doesn't know how to fucking fight. And Bruce Lee is like, you have to accept that you're going to get beat up Like, you know what I mean? But the guy doesn't want to accept that. And again, going back to the whole thing about you letting, like, talking about letting everything flow. For a while, I always feel like I was forcing certain things. Oh, one of the jobs that I was like thinking about getting into was also growing weed and selling weed because at the time okay. I also was learning how to do that stuff. Like, oh, I, yeah, this I texted was you this. for
1: pictures of cannabis one time. Yeah, you remember that? I was, I was trying to get into this cannabis, I saw cannabis insurance, yeah, also, so I was trying to break into that industry. But I was like, all these stock photos suck. I'm like, Shane has to have some, and I, those pictures came out fucking great.
2: Yeah, really? That's awesome. Yeah, they were yeah. badass because well, at the time the guy that. The guy that I knew and his, his family is still close to me and stuff like that. But um, man, he had some really good weed. He just, <laughs> he just knew, how to, he knew how to grow it and stuff like that. His daughter still grows, I think, now. But anyways, that was one of the jobs that I was thinking about getting into. And it just, there was so many things, again, that were like, it was like here, it was here, it was here. And I just, I, I didn't have any focus at that time. I was like a fucking squirrel, like fucking squirrel, like mm-hmm. every two <laughs> seconds, you know? And that's kind of been me my whole life. And it's very much so me with like, with um females and i that's why for me i was talking with you about the other day like just letting go and just like not even worrying about it Mm because for me now i i I try not to i don't seek that stuff anymore especially too with with being a tattoo artist it's nice because people enjoy that job and Uh like that is like an attractive job to have just like if like if i was a girl and i was a Victoria's secret model fucking hell Uh yeah that'd be a (laughs) fucking attractive job for a guy you know what i mean or like or any anything like that i think that's there's certain jobs that they're very alluring for for the oppo- they're for the opposite sex or whatever and like it's cool that you know people want to be you know more friendly and stuff like that but it's also a bad thing and that's a hard thing to deal with the as balance. an adult yeah. because you you have to see who's being genuine truly yeah. and fuck nobody's being genuine anymore and yeah. like that's like i've tried to meet some new friends ever since like i started tattooing and it's it's cool to meet new friends but it's also like not so cool. You know nope. what I mean? It's like it's it has challenge its give and take. a challenge you It'll challenge you. But it also challenges you to, to be responsible for expressing what you want mm-hmm. and what you feel and what you and the, how, how certain things affect you and stuff like that. And whether whether they take it as a good thing or a bad thing or not, it, it shouldn't me- mean anything to you. Yeah. you. You expressed yourself in the way you felt and fucking leave it at that you yeah. know what i mean if they yeah. don't and i had i had this talk with um dom the other day dom Lindsay. I mean, you guys know we've been good friends for a long time yeah. but i expressed to him that like i just don't feel that we're as close anymore yeah and then he expressed back that like no we're still close it's just we just don't hang out as much and it's like well fuck man i barely even see you like i've yeah. seen y'all more than i've seen him and stuff yeah. like that yeah. but that's also on me too like i have to reach out to him so i have and like We've both reached out to each other since, but um, if you want to keep certain relationships, if you want to keep certain things going, and and not only for yourself but also true for your family, for just uh, just in life in general, you have to be your best self. But then you also have to water other people's stuff too, and you have to be okay with that. And yeah. like I don't, I think the more you fight it, the more you fight trying to be be a better you or or trying to help other people, then. The more it just chases you yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. the, and the more it sure. finds you and the more it just Bother like you yeah. it just bothers you in the back that's, of your head that's all, all you're thinking time. about yeah you're just trying to fight it the whole time when really it's just like just go with it just do yeah. it just get it done because then most of the time like you said if we simplify it it's really not that big of a deal but and, we'll be we'll be yeah and like i when i was working with three to five year olds that was the best time for me because like i i i didn't i mean as a as a teenager i don't think any of us really express like oh yeah like i love kids like they're great, you know what I mean? Like fuck, that's, that's no nobody's first thought and stuff like that. And so for me as a 1920-year-old, like not having any kids, not having any nieces and nephews around me, no little cousins around me, nothing like that. So I had no I had no conception of that and learning how to deal with them, it was a whole different aspect than dealing with 6, six to 12-year-olds or dealing with adults. Mm-hmm. Cuz adults, you could show them moves and stuff and they comprehend pretty well there's they're still like you know some people are they don't know their lefts and their rights and stuff like that but that's that's just in across the board yeah kids and adults but teaching three to five-year-olds okay how do you get them to learn you got to simplify it up you got to make it so simple to where they can't fail and to where every time that they win they they do a little bit more and more but now they they're their little micro wins build up to these big wins so as an adult we can we can do this for ourselves. And this is where, again, like fucking going back and forth a bunch. Um, but karate really helped me learn how to micro win. It lear- helped me helped me learn how to celebrate all the little things. And I didn't realize that until later on. And this is, oh, man, you, I, I just what you consume is what you will be. So I, I truly have just like I've cut out a lot of stuff. And uh, all I really consume now is like for TV is like motivational talks. Yeah. Like that's it. Like I'll I'll watch that on YouTube. I don't, I don't really watch TV and like, I need to cancel my Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I like, I just, I got rid of a lot of things in my life that I felt were just not necessarily holding me down, but just like distractions in a way. And, I just had to focus, you know. What so it?
1: so it's interesting. So I remember when you wanted to start your t-shirt company. Yeah. So again, everywhere. Right? Like, right? So, <laughs> so it's funny cuz like I think I think I cuz you and I have been friends for a long time like from that first interaction we became, yeah, yeah. you know, good friends and when I went to college it was kind of like we'd run into each other like, you know, every once in a while. One of my favorite stories was I accidentally sent Shane a Snapchat asking him where he was at. And he answered and he's like, oh, wh- Where should I be? And I was like, Oh, my, my, I'm celebrating my birthday in San Diego. And I hadn't seen you in like a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. So Shane was in Covina, drove all the way down to San Diego and had mm-hmm. the best fucking time. We had so much fun.
2: Yeah, it was great. Right?
1: And so I was like, Cool. Like, but what's funny to, to me mm-hmm. is I remember that weekend we were talking and we were probably drunk but we were talking and you had either just started getting into this or take you were still taking photos for johnny but i remember asking you like shane like what what happened like what changed and you're like bro i stopped playing video games and i was like really And he goes yeah shane was like i i realized like i'm spending all this time investing in this video game that i you know, I could spend it investing in myself and doing other things. I could be running, and you, that was, I think, was the the beginning of your you you eating better. And you're like, you know, I could go to McDonald's, where I could spend the same amount of money and go to In and Out, and like that's actual food. You know what I mean? And so, like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, like <laughs> yeah, air quotes, air yeah, quotes. Go
1: back to twenty twenty three year old us, and like that makes sense. Yeah, right? Like no, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, but, but I think the one word that just keeps like popping up into my head that I think. People like to throw around a lot, but it's hard to live. It is like intentionality.
2: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. Living intentions. Being being
1: intentional with the things that we consume. Being intentional with the people that you know we're with. Like the why
2: is the why are you doing this exactly? Yeah,
1: and and a lot of people don't like that because a lot of them would honestly have to say they don't know, and that's okay. Like it's okay to not know, right? But it's not okay to know that you
2: don't know and then continue not knowing so as, as it's the response again uh, the word responsibility takes such a big um toll i think on people because as a kid we are told that responsibility is like like a job and all these all these things that seem kind of cool at certain times but most of the time it's like fuck i don't want to do that like mm-hmm. why would i why would i want to do that but it's like no there's like the the ownership of it so what what are you what are you doing with your day well You have 24 hours in your day, right? Well, you're going to sleep like, you know, probably six to like, you know, eight. Maybe you sleep five. Maybe you're a little like, you know, a little edgy. You get up a little early or maybe you sleep nine. Either way, that's that's time you've consumed in your day. Okay, now you have X amount left. Well, what you do with the rest of it is up to you. If you choose to lay around for two hours of your day and do nothing, okay, just two hours every day, you do nothing. The rest of it, you're pretty productive. You're getting shit done and stuff like that. Well, let's say now two hours every day. Okay, well that's that's now what is that, two times seven, that's fourteen hours. Okay. If we looked that over the month, you just wasted well over a day's worth of time. Mm-hmm. So when I look at back at me playing video games, and I, I still indulge with certain things like that every yeah. once in a while now, but it's more so that it's not a consistent basis to where, dude, when I was in high school, like you said, we weren't the very popular kids at the time. Like it was just like us playing like world of warcraft dude i played that religiously and like it was like a whole different language when i'd hang out with mm-hmm. shane revis and stuff like that we'd be hanging around people and like you guys would hear us talk and you'd be like what the fuck <laughs> are they talking about and you'd be yeah. like yeah we went to the lich king era and like this and then and we were just like fucking just like just on our own little world and stuff like that but again that's what i was consuming so I got super good at that, and again, that's just what you were consuming. So, of course, you're gonna get fucking good at it. So, teaching us from a young age the importance of what you're consuming is what you will be. Just like you are who you hang out with, yep. and this is why. Oh man, it's oh, there's so many different subjects I feel like I'm, I'm talking onto, but like social media is our big thing right now, right? TikToks and and and, and Instagram, yep. and today's youth is consuming that, yep. right? Well, well, we're consuming dance videos now, mm-hmm. and videos of things that necessarily aren't jobs. They aren't productive things. They aren't. They aren't things that that bring any benefit, not only to yourself, but also to someone else. If our youth is learning how to do these useless things, then later on, guess what? When they're adults, yep. They're also the going to be useless. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So, with the the idea of, of our youth being a stronger point of, like, value in our country is, is something that I, I truly feel that I'd like to help out. And this is, like, I think, where, like, my next venture is okay. at. And, like, again, like I, I'm always fucking everywhere. So, I'm always just like... Okay, okay, but eventually, I'd like to do motivational speaking at schools and stuff like yeah. that and, like, doing youth talks and stuff like that. But it depends on the certain age because there is a certain age that it would be beneficial at. But at the same time, too, if you are able to dumb it down, then why can't you do it at a kindergarten level? Exactly. At a, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's They, they already have assemblies where they have – you have magic acts. You have all these different things. Why would you not have a motivational – like talk, or not necessarily motivational talk, but just like something positive for the kids to benefit from. Something to look up to. Something to look up to. Yeah, a role model. or something, something. An idea. An idea. Anything. It could be. It could be even the smallest thing to where it's just uh, a day that they do something different but it's a it's a special day and stuff like that and again it's like it's like when we had a the pride night what was what was that for the the, the, oh, the night rally night rally there yeah. you go yeah like that's again like that's like oh that's the big event you know what i mean yeah. oh, you gotta be you gotta be good up until then because then you know what i mean it's yeah. like there's the expectation for it and stuff like that and like it it builds a certain type of person in you and i think for myself it's benefited no man that's that's cool it's
0: good for you i'm glad that tattooing has been working out is there any specific pieces that you look forward to trying out or is there anything that like you aspire to be as a tattoo artist is there like a level that you want to obtain
2: i want to be as best as i can be that's pretty much it like it's beautiful i just want to like do do as much as i can like you know for myself and like i know that i know that tattooing will bring me a lot more than just it just brings me a lot more than just satisfaction both like And financially, it's great, you know, more so than my previous jobs, which is cool. Like, it's not where I want to be at. 'Cause like, you know, we live in California and hey, if we all want to own a house, <laughs> y'all, mate, y'all y'all, start working, yachts, baby. Y'all know we gotta start like, you know, selling our bodies or something <laughs> like that if we gonna make it some money, quick money. But um yeah, so I'm not trying to sell my body, so I'm just trying to, you know, tattoo more. Tattoo more, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, sell it on other people's bodies and stuff like that. So pretty much what I tattooed on you, like doing more flash like that, where it's like I put things together, whether it be of my own design or like someone comes in and is like, Hey, I want these things and I'll be like, All right, cool, let me put that together for you yeah. you know it's cool to do because uh i mean honestly i feel like i've only been tattooing for like a year if you ask me
3: mm-hmm.
2: like personally but when when people ask me in the shop and stuff I'll, I'll say four years because i have been tattooing for four years it's actually four years this month i think officially it's like on like the f- it's like just after st patrick's day or something like that so what what makes say. what makes days. it
0: what makes it the reason of this year being like i'm a tattoo. well
2: it's like over a year but i would say it's more so just because like i've been around people to help me for that long you know what i mean it's like i wasn't always in a shop right i was always i was at the house i was telling you guys earlier like the first like two and a half years to like three years i was like basically just like burning money on it because realistically like you're buying supplies and then you're practicing on like fake skin and like honeydews and stuff like that so you're not tattooing people for money you're fucking tattooing objects and yeah. like that's that's great and all but you know you gotta make some money somehow eventually so i i mean you I basically just burn money for a while and then eventually it pays off because then hey you hopefully you get better and then you start tattooing people and then you know you make money off it and stuff so the pandemic money was what really kind of helped because i during the stimulus like i got like the stimulus check and stuff like that but yeah. then also too like i was like well if i'm gonna switch jobs you know now like the time. Th- now's the time you know what i mean so it was just a little bit easier during that time and stuff like that so i yeah made the switch during that time i would i only tattooed out of the house for about a month so october i was tattooing there and stuff like that and then or sorry september i was tattooing there and then october was like my first month at like a shop and i got hired because and again Fucking things just happen, man. There are certain things. And so I was tattooing one (laughs) night and I got done kind of late and I was on Instagram and I knew Tommy, but at the time there wasn't a spot open for me and I didn't know. His brother, really. But I followed him on Instagram and stuff like that. So Mikey, uh, wasn't Mikey, on, yeah. man, Mikey wasn't on the TV shows and stuff like that. And he was around during that time, but he just wasn't on the camera. Okay. But anyways, he, he owned Rube's tattoo with uh, Tom Tilden over in Arcadia right over here and stuff like that. And I just texted him during the, it was basically during the pandemic, right at the start of it, or like during that first year and stuff like that. And he was tattooing out of the, out of the shop by himself. And I basically was just hitting him up for an art piece just said, hey, like you're selling these, you know, I only have cash. Can I come by just to pick it up? And he was like, sure, I'm tattooing um, tonight. Just come by the back door. And I was like, all right, cool. Came by. He didn't know who I was. And he had only met me one time before that. Anyways, I I go to buy the art off him and he opens the back door and stuff. And he's like, hey, like, do you tattoo? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, like I, like will you just have to go you to your house like what's going on with that and like he kept kind of like asking me a couple times like when i was talking with him and i was like do you need somebody like yeah, and he was me, like <laughs> yeah and then he was like yeah i'd like to somebody for walk-ins you know there's like people who call but just i like, can't do it all you know what i mean and i was like well yeah like hit me up let me know so so his thought process was i'm gonna call you when i need you my thought process was... showing up tomorrow at night. Oh, you going
1: to fucking hire me. <laughs> you
0: yeah. can't get rid of me now. Yeah.
1: I need the suitcase. <laughs> so
2: I tattooed out of the house for maybe like almost a week after that interaction and stuff like that. And then he hadn't called me. And then he called me like... And I was waiting. And I was like... And I, I, I wanted to be like... fuck it, I was uh, business class and all. I was like, I'm going to make that phone call. I'm going to give <laughs> him a call because I'm going to remind him that... You know what I mean? Um, but he called me and was like, hey, like you want to do I have somebody tonight and I was like with my family out at like a dinner and stuff I couldn't go and I was like no I can't go come by and stuff and and I was like well do my like can I come by like just to do my tattoos there and stuff like that and he was like well yeah I just thought you wanted to do walk-ins I was like no man I want to like take my clientele there this and that and like so we had another talk and everything and then he was like yeah show up on this day and like sure if you have clients bring them by and if not just like sit here and wait for walk-ins i was like badass cool oh yeah i got my hand at the shop so i started working at rubes and again that's why i feel like i only have been tattooing for a year because that's from that point on i was around people that like it you can only get so good by yourself and this is in every fucking thing you do mm-hmm. you can only get so good by yourself les brown says it man you can only get so good by yourself i love people, les brown bro. you meet some people and they take you on their ship and they just you know they take you away yep. you know just you go up and you reach a higher level so tommy mikey and uh, since chico since tammy these are all people that are like role models in my life i would say or like uh mentors in a way yeah mikey more so now because it's like he's he i see him every day all the yeah. time and his way of of mentoring is a lot different than tommy's way but it's also a lot different than what's chico's way of doing it it was very nice to work with Sente chico and satami because they're very caring yeah mikey's very caring but he's very curt and he'll yeah. just tell you how he feels and he'll tell you how it is straight up it's a matter of fact and yeah stuff. but it's good to hear that because, again, in a world of disgenuineness, there is so, there is know. so much value in somebody just being just straight up with you and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, there's people that you'll meet in your life that eventually you realize why you met them yeah. and stuff like that. Again, whether it's good or bad. Because, again, we meet some people in our lives and we make some decisions with with people that were like, fuck, why did I act that way? Mm-hmm. Because, not necessarily because of that person, but I was acting that way because again, of our ego and like feeling like we had to be a certain way or because we we felt it was right at the time and things Mm -hmm. like that. And again, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's also now that we realize, okay, that's what I don't want. So now that you know what you don't want, now I can focus on what I do want. And like the fact that you know what you do want now, it makes it so much easier to to decipher when the things that come up that you don't want, you just push it away. Like, ah, fuck it, I already know I don't want this shit. You Uh know what I mean? I want it over here. So for me, it's just I have to really focus on all that kind of like okay what, what do i not want in tattooing what do i what do i want in tattooing so putting out certain things that entire like that, that that stir my soul you know the whole the things that he's been getting skulls and stuff like that that's always fun for me and at the same time too i don't want to also be doing like butterflies all the time like yeah and i joke around about that with, with uh i have a couple of friends i joke around with just but uh that's that's just something i don't want to be doing all the time but at the same time too people get butterflies all the time just like little pieces of lettering like i do little piece yeah. of lettering all the time i never thought i would be doing lettering at all i hated doing lettering at first and i was scared to do it but now it's like i understand it because again like we said earlier like breaking down certain things making it more simple like it's really fucking simple you're just writing on people yep yeah. but like from an outsider's perspective and you look at it you're like how the fuck do you do that yeah. <laughs> but it's really just lines like and that's really all tattooing is it's it's just lines and dots like shading is just a bunch of dots yep that's all it really is and again you can understand this because you're an engineer so it's like you understand how certain parts work and once you understand how certain parts work you can be like oh okay this can do this over here then because this works like this you know what i mean so it's like i like educating yourself and again going back to the comprehension thing expanding your comprehension and expanding your knowledge and so listening to these speakers i think helps because they use different vocabularies yep. they use different word choices and stuff like that and it starts to change your own, and when you change your own vocabulary, then you're also changing your own internal thoughts and stuff like that. So instead of being so negative to yourself and giving yourself a compliment first right away, mm-hmm. so if you do this for yourself, think about you, you get a reaction out of a certain person already. You, you get a happy reaction out of them from giving them a compliment. Well, why wouldn't you do that for yourself?
0: Fuck yeah. So no, easy, but know, yet so hard to do at the same time, It is, right?
2: Right? And right? the, the simplicity of you celebrating yourself. Okay, what do I celebrate then? What what am I truly celebrating? Well, when I'm in school, I celebrate when I graduate. Well, that's great. But yeah. what about the fucking two years, four years prior to that? The work. That you're going through? You're fucking just, you don't celebrate nothing? That's a whole lot of <laughs> shit, man. That sucks. So us finding value in our celebrations or us finding things to celebrate You fucking woke up this morning, like you said. Good job. No, straight up, and it's not. It's not like a a sarcastic good job. It's a fucking good good job. You you are alive. Yeah. Go fucking get the shit that you want today, and and it's it's fun finding that, you know. And, And I think too, like
1: like words are so incredibly powerful. Like it's amazing what happens when we make these small shifts. And Dalton and I had a conversation early on, like. I'm very involved in, in the gym. And this was even before I owned it. Like, I, that's my happy place. I love it, right? Mm-hmm. That's where I can go. That's where I can decompress, right? Whenever I would tell people, oh, I got to go to the gym, right? They would always be like, oh, I, I can't. I just, you can miss the day. You can miss a day of the gym. Well, and, all right. Yeah, sure. Then we go out, we go to the bar, we go do whatever, right? It's a must. Then the next day. <laughs> Oh, I got to go to the gym. Oh, well, no, just just come out with us because we're doing this this day. I'm like, oh, but we did that last week, and they're like, well, yeah, you went to the gym last week, and I'm like, yeah, you know, all right, all right. so we went. But then I decided I wanted to compete in weightlifting. I made these these decisions for myself, yeah. and then I stopped saying I'm going to go work out to I got to go train. Yeah, right. It's a shift. All of a sudden, everybody left me the fuck alone. Oh, I got to go train. Oh, okay, and I'm like, yeah, it's the same thing. I'm not going to tell you this. I don't want to have this argument. No. But but then not only that, but it took on a different meaning for me. It became a must. Yeah. It became a pillar of my life. Yeah. Where if I don't move and get the sunshine every day, I lose my I lose my mind. Ask oh me, I become like very irritable. Yeah. I need to <laughs> I need to go for a run or something. You know,
2: <laughs> it's it's also true though. The, again, the expressiveness though, right? You're you're releasing. So finding ways to release your energy is so important, but also to the way you release it. One one way again, like more more of an extreme is like if i'm if i'm arguing with my girlfriend right and i'm i'm expressing whatever i'm expressing but i'm I'm expressing it in, in an angrier way or in a more just like argumentative way where as to where she's being more calm and collected and just trying to you know talk and stuff like that that's a time where again you're expressing you're releasing but it's coming out in a negative manner and it's not be it's not it's not the best way possible so in that sense i wouldn't be my best self I wouldn't be upholding the standard that I'm trying to keep elsewhere and stuff like that. Again, the whole two personalities and stuff like that. Why would I not want to be my best in this relationship? Why would I not want to be my best in um, my work life? Why would not want to be my best in my health? Why would I not? You know, so there's there's a that when you when you take everything to a must, everything is now easier. I think to 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 get into because it's just well it's it's a must there's there's no there's no argument argument of it and if if anybody's really challenging that perspective then well you just kind of like not that you cut them out but it's like you're okay with like them not being there you you kind of losing them and it's not that you feel any 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 different of them it's just they're not on the course that you are Mm -hmm. so if if as an adult again we choose to say okay well i'm fucked up in the head or this type of way because of my youth or because of this and because of Poor, poor woe was me, basically, and it could be any type of like situation. Which again, there are some fucking unfortunate events that befall upon people, mm-hmm. but it is up to you to to get yourself out of the situation. Take time and learn from it. Yeah, take time to learn from it. And like again, everybody's in different situations, and everybody will go through different events. You cannot compare. Comparison is the is the Ugh, root of all, of all evil. All, no, it's the what is it the it's the, thief the of uh, it's like the there's something always going to be greater than the other. So yeah. if you lose the comparison side of it, and again, yeah. you drop your ego then you you realize it's just on you. It's just you. Like, yeah, uh, yeah like, fuck, I, I didn't get love or I didn't have like an affectionate, like family is like a kid, this and that. And it's like, you can blame it on that, which uh, for myself, I know I did for a long time. Or like when I was in relationships, certain things like I would blame on previous ones. And it's like, Ugh, like now, I look at that and I'm like, dude, you're disgusting. You're yeah. fucking pathetic. Like to myself, I think that. But again, it's not like I don't think that every day because obviously that would be a very detrimental. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like like when I when I think of those situations, I'm like. I want to grow from that. I don't want to be that anymore. That's gross. Yeah. Like, it's almost like when you look back at your middle school photos and you realize like, fuck, what was I wearing? Why was <laughs> I, why, why was I, I yeah, way. dude, why was I doing that? David's probably the only one that's like, yeah, I like my style. You dress like the exact same, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, the,
1: like the, the one phrase that keeps popping in my head is like, our inside reflects our outside. Yeah. You know, that's spiritually, mm-hmm. that it Feel creates good, our reality. Good. You know what it I mean? Is. That's, you know from the food in our skin yeah and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah,
0: yeah the, the the better you try to feel the better you try to better yourself the bettering yourself is the, is the answer for so many things mm-hmm. but it's so hard to when you're just distracted and comparing
2: <laughs> yeah well and like again there there's so many options now and that's the best and the worst thing about about our our world now is like the convenience of comfort and the mm. The options, the amount of options that we are offered. So convenience and comfort, in the sense of like, I, I know for myself, I'm, I am I, I abuse this privilege and meal prep. Meal prep is is one thing that I know. If, if there's if there's a time when I have to cook, I'm gonna be fucking making beans and rice <laughs> and like like basic ass shit because like I really don't and eggs like you know what I mean. There's like and meat like it'd be hard for me to cook because I really don't know how to cook meat like. Mm barbecue and stuff like that like i'd probably burn the shit out of it i'd be eating some burnt (laughs) ass stuff because i wouldn't want to undercook it anyways that's a skill that i have no idea how the fuck to do you know what i mean so there's certain things that i think are are a value that we we under we undervalue we need to we need to like we need to learn how to do these things you know what i mean and the the convenience of just like well i don't have to right now You know what I mean? Or like when we're, when we're kids and stuff like that, like when you're at your parents' house and the the whole convenience of well, I don't have to like get like a really high paying job right now, or I don't have to like, you know what I mean? Be at my best right now because I'm, I'm I'm comfortable here. You know what I mean? And certain things like that, where it's like your parents don't necessarily push you to be a certain person yet. So there's no pressure to be that certain person yet. And yet all you really need, again, accepting the responsibilities of it all, that creates the pressure. Like that's the pressure that you all need or that we all needed, but we just failed to put upon ourselves. And yeah. so somebody else was like, Hey, I'm gonna put you in this spot right here, and you better fucking show up. And then you're like, Oh ah! and then you get through it and either you, you pass or fail, but regardless, they don't care. They put you in the spot because they knew you were gonna be one of the two and they regardless, they they wanted you there. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I don't know, man. There's there's the convenience of that and then the the comprehension or something like that, or like the understanding, like being
1: able to just just communicate and yeah, and okay, like watching what you're consuming and the, stuff like that
0: is so important. Knowing yourself, yeah, exactly. In that, in that whole process, yeah. It's I, I think
1: too, like like all of that, like you know, not knowing how to cook and then you know you don't know it and you don't do it until you need to. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of I have a lot of sayings this episode. I don't know what's going on. Where it's like it's, it's better to be, talks. A, it, it, yeah. It really is. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Mm-hmm. You know like it, it's better for you to be prepared for the moment when it comes than to not be prepared at all Yeah, you know and then the moment not that it is too big but you know
2: you just have a lot of strife trying to figure it out yeah to you know? be
0: big to that person you know yeah.
2: And you have to become, like, what is it? You have to become above above-average person to have an above-average life. Like, yeah. there's so many other things that you could, like, that you could take on into your life. And, like, I feel like fill it. And this is something that I've tried to dive into is, like, we all we all grew up, like, I'm sure with our families being one type of way about religion and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, like, mm-hmm. it was very forced upon you. Yep. Yep. I know for me it was as a kid just because mainly, like, my, my grandfather was a pastor and stuff like that. So it was more prevalent in my family, at least, on that side of things with Christianity and stuff like that. But... I always shoved it away, but now as like an adult I'm like, well why did I shove it away? What's so bad about it? But it was more so just because I realized I didn't have an understanding of it all. Like it was just like this is why you do it and like that's it. So Don't it ask was, questions. yeah. So now I've reached out to like people like I have. There's a family that I taught their daughter and they are the dad's like a CHP highway patrolman. Mm-hmm. Mom used to be an officer as well, but she's reti- uh, not retired, but she doesn't have to work now because he has a really high high up job anyways in the chp but they're very religious and stuff like that so i reached out to them they were super cool i had a fucking dinner with them they answered all my questions they were very like informative it was great i was like this is cool like (laughs) you actually made me kind of like church and stuff like that you know so i went to church with them and stuff and it was like a fun experience because i haven't been to church as an adult i don't think willingly ever other than like for like a funeral or like a wedding you know what i mean that's like pretty much the only thing i could recollect going to church for and stuff so that was cool i enjoy seeking knowledge i enjoy learning things like that so there's opportunities i think as an adult that you can dive into or again you could shy away from so it's like the whole Eminem thing like when he's an eight mile he fucking he makes fun he, of himself he makes fun of himself he raps about like he, he raps about all the shit that they're gonna talk shit about him about and it's yeah. like he, he almost like you can't talk shit about me because I I already I, this I is took it. all your material. Good yeah, luck. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. Like that you're right. That is me. What's yeah, up, bitch? Like, yeah. what are you gonna do about it? You know what I mean? And like yeah. I feel like when we show up every day like that for yourself, that's where that's where your happiness comes from. Cause you start to you start to realize that like nobody else is going to make me feel happy. Yep. And I when you when I when you when I uh, stop relying on other people to fulfill me with happiness and like realize that like again nobody else is gonna give you that except for you like you have to be the person to be like all right good job bud you know what I mean yeah, and yeah. like give yourself a pat on the back or like. Hey, you know what? Like, you didn't do this today, but you did all these other things. Great job. Like, yeah. get, like, tomorrow is a new day. Again, the art of dying. Like, you yeah. might have failed today, but tomorrow's a whole ass new day. Yeah. You get to be like a whole, like, you can be a phoenix. Mm-hmm. Fucking Harry Potter fans and stuff like that. You want to be a rising, what is it? The Order of the Phoenix and stuff, you know? Yeah. Hey, we can rise from the phoenix, you know? Hey. But again, that, the whole idea of like, of becoming a new, you're, every day is a new day to fucking burn to to simmer to do whatever the fuck you want to do, but Amen. I I just want to be on fire until the end, literally. I'm yeah. Like, don't what is it? Kobe's quote is uh, "Don't rest in the middle," or yeah, don't rest in the middle, rest the end. It's I don't think it's his quote; it's someone else, but he says it, and like that's like yeah. again, like it's like, why would you want to rest? You know what I mean? Um, oh, dude, Kevin Gates, and this is a weird one too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, great, Kevin Gates, right? He said, "Why would you settle for failure when success is free?" Yeah, and it's like, fuck, like. Truly, like, why would you? Because success is free to everybody. Again, like, in extreme situations, fucking Eminem didn't go through, again, he's now famous more on, like, a bigger end than anybody else's. But he didn't go through a very good childhood, all that stuff. Yeah. But he made the best of it. Mm-hmm. And he made the most out of it and stuff like that. And then I think we all have these things that either you, in trials and tribulations that we go through that where it's like, oh, what was me? Mm-hmm. But once you realize it's just accept it. Accept your your fault, accept your failures, accept your insecurities, accept all these things and just like I know it's hard at first and yeah, like it's it's ugly. Fuck yeah, it's ugly. Look at the whole table. It's mm-hmm. fucking gross. It's dirty. Look at all this shit. Yeah. But it's it's yours. Own that shit. Because if you if it like if you're like, Ugh, it's ugly, like then everybody else is gonna probably think that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if it's just like um in a relationship, the relationship glows when the two people like express their love for each other and like it looks good like in that sense you know what yeah. i mean and like and not that you have to do that but i think people want that yeah that's so attractive to people when they're like wow they really fucking love each other like when people two people actually genuinely love each other now i'm not i'm talking about people who are just um, posted on social media and stuff like, oh, I love my boo and stuff. But, like, I think, like, I would say you too, you know what I mean? It's cool to see that. And I think that's, again, going back to the whole community thing, everybody wants that. Everybody wants to be a part of something. Everybody wants that for themselves whether it's a companionship or this this type of relationship but we don't realize that the most important relationship is is with ourselves and and, And, like, like at
1: least for for us like you know Monique and I like we took a couple years apart like we you know went and did our own thing and what's fascinating is that like even though at the time like that was like detrimental like you couldn't have fucking written my life any worse but then it led me down this journey of like well fuck like you know like I was relying on Monique to complete me in a lot of different ways, and she was relying on me to complete her in a lot of different ways. And then, you know, paths, you know, leave and come back, and, you know, we're much more complete versions of ourselves. I don't want to say we're, you know, I killed myself completely because I don't think you ever actually do, right? But we're complete enough to be like, Wow. Like, you're stronger now. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and, and and it reflects in so many different ways, whether that's how we have conflict resolution, whether that's, you know, how we're okay with one person's like, I just, I need to get away. I need to go do something. Okay. Like, you know, like it's, it, it makes that the whole relationship as a whole so much more fun and fulfilling and enjoyable. And even the shitty parts are like, Funny and just, good and, you know, and and like even in the moment, like 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 a couple weeks ago, Monique and I were like we're going through some stuff, and and I was telling Monique I was like I was laying down and I was like you know it's funny, and she's like what I was like one day when we're like I don't know seventy, we're gonna look back on this moment, we're just gonna laugh,
3: yeah, you know, because
1: like and if we two things, one like remembering how we felt in the moment, but then two being having have that many years and going through all that, being like oh if I could only go back in that moment and be like. This is the least of your worries, kid. Yeah, like you know, what no, I mean? straight up.
2: <laughs> and I, I, I think about those times now. From like, I, like how many times I would get mad at um, my siblings for little things, or like, how many times I would be, like, just, just, ah, oh, just mad or pissed or irked by just like the littlest things of someone else's, like, they just decided to do something, and it wasn't anything that I could have stopped. But my response to it, my reaction to it, was just like oh it's yeah. stupid it's like why like you know and uh the other day I was making eggs and I was pulling eggs out of the out of the fridge and stuff like that so I grabbed like you know three of them in each hand you know just try to get all of them at once you know and I dropped two of them one in the fridge and just one like kind of on the side of the fridge and they both of course broke and stuff yeah and like two or three years ago if that had happened to me I would have been all fuck and just like my days like it's ruined right. this mm-hmm. this and that and I'm laughing <laughs> fucking laughing at myself I just like my dad's like what's going on and I'm like I just spilled some eggs and stuff and I'm just like I'm laughing because it's just like fuck this is stupid you yeah. know I go to crack it again like over like you know where I crack them at by the sink and stuff like that and I fucking crack it. And the whole fucking, the whole egg just like comes out and fucking goes in the sink. And I'm like, well, it was meant to be. I wasn't fucking supposed <laughs> to have that. Not like, that eggs one. today. Yeah. Like, so it was like certain things where it's just like, just roll with it. Just go with it. Like, who fucking cares if you didn't have like five eggs today or like whatever it is. You know, I know. some Five eggs. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, uh, but like, again, it's the least of your worries, right? Like, why are you going to be mad at that? And the ownership of just, that's on you. Like, it's up to you to make it a good day. It's up to you to like, fucking just do whatever you want to do but if you want to have a bad time doing it then have a bad time doing it. Yep. I I have a story where I went to fucking Disneyland as a kid and we had Disneyland passes so we had our annual pass holder. My mom took us on the day off and it was a school day. Took us out of school or whatever, right? To go to Disneyland, right? Every every kid would be fucking stoked for this. Yep. I wanted to stay in the fucking car <laughs> when my family went to Disneyland. I literally told my mom leave me in the car. Like I just like was like pissed, dude, just like as a kid just like again arrogant like and just mad like all the time i i remember being more mad as a kid than i do being happy and i think that's like one of the saddest things for me like when i think about that because it's like fuck man like why wasn't i happy but even though my mom like well tell me like no you were a happy kid like yeah oh, i have my moments and stuff like that but um i just want to be happy now like the only person that's gonna make you mad is you the only person that's gonna make you satisfied is you the only person that's gonna make you happy is you yeah like you cannot like get that from someone else you can get that from doing something for someone else yes doing an act of kindness or things like that watering the plants and stuff yeah. like that but there's not much else i don't think that you can do to satisfy yourself other than other than maybe creating something because I, I think that's another way of again expressing and stuff like that like you can create body movements and dance and stuff like that and like express that way you could also create physical things like actual physical like you know engineering shit like you're doing you know where it's like tangible it's doing something or in the sense where it's tattoos where it's like it's tan it's visible but it's not necessarily tangible it's like you, you can't really grab it like you can, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's this, um, it's this, this uh, idea almost that you're giving to somebody. And again, that's kind of like what karate does for you as well, mm-hmm. is it gives them an idea that like, you are great. You are like, everybody has this fucking greatness in them that we all just deny. But as a kid, we've, f- we've, f- we fucking throttle it to its fullest yep. potential because as a kid in cheer, you're like, I can do a backhand spring. I can do this cartwheel. I can do this, whatever the aerial round off, whatever I'm going to be doing right now. Because in my head, there is no fear. There is no, there is no reason why I cannot do it right here, right now. There's no reason.
1: We haven't put limits on ourselves. There's no
2: limits on ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So what if truly there is, and again, I'm going to sound fucking probably crazy to some people, but there we talk about superpowers and all these things like that and movies Mm -hmm. and shit like that. But what if there fucking is all that shit if we just haven't learned how to... Channel and harness it. Not necessarily channel and harness it, but find it. Mm. It's in you. And I guess, yeah, channeling would be a way of doing it. But, like, it's... I think there has to be a buildup to it. Like, it's not just like a... It's like climbing a mountain, you know what I mean? You're not just going to have... Like, you have all these little powers, but you got to know how they work. Like, if you don't know how they fucking work, then, like then what's the point in having them? You could have, I could have the best fucking tattoo machine, but if I don't know how the fuck to tattoo, yep. my tattoo's still gonna look like shit on <laughs> you. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta know how it works. So we have this amazing, incredible, fucking million, billion dollar body that can do anything that it wants. Yeah, We can become anything that we want. Dog can only be a dog. Cat can only be a cat. Humans can be whatever the fuck you wanna be. Mm-hmm. But if you don't understand how it works to be very difficult who cares it don't you don't it don't matter Mm -hmm. you drive a tesla that's great looks like you drive a fucking garbage truck because you drive it into the fucking curb all the time you know what i mean it's like you know it's because you don't know how to drive it you don't know how you don't you don't know what you're doing with your body so if you're giving it bad oil then you're never giving yourself a chance to to be that so these kids at a young age if we can if they can learn how to what type of body they have what type of learner they are Mm -hmm. what like how they're gonna achieve and stuff like that at a young age and not only that but go for your fucking dreams like when you're a kid how many times did your parents like oh yeah like you supported full supported whatever the fuck you wanted to be yep like it was like go for it and that was something that i love that my mom did and my dad did for us because it was like every sport that we wanted to try Man. Go for it. yep, let's go. It was like it was on. You know what I mean? All right, you're committed. Let's go. Let's do this. And they held us to it too. Yeah. It wasn't like all right, we can bail out. It was like yeah. no, you're gonna you're gonna go till the season ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that that push that drive, but the not losing it because in later years we all fall in the safe jobs, right? Yeah. We talked about that earlier, where it's just like, well, I'll just do that because it's safe. Yeah. I'll just do that because it's easy. Mm-hmm. I'll just do that because I'm scared of what my parents will think if I do the other. Or I don't want to. I don't want to be disowned, right? That's like the yep. the, the classic one, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want them to write me out of like you know their will or whatever. You know, yeah. I don't want to be all like excommunicated from the family because I'm a certain way and stuff like that. And that was, I think, a hard thing for. It's it's a hard thing for everybody, but getting tattooed and stuff like that for my family. And it's I had my grandma just finally said this the other day, and I was like, wow, okay, cool. Like I didn't need to hear that, but like thank you, like yeah. I appreciate you, grandma because she doesn't even look at my. She looks in my eyes most of the time, but, like, if I'm talking to you, she'll be, like, talking to me like this and, like, you know, hanging out and stuff. And then, like, every once in a while, you know, look back and then, like, she'll just kind of stare at my tattoos, which is fine. I don't mind it. But to her, it's it was a bad thing for her, hmm. like, for a long time. But recently she was like, you know, I know you have all these tattoos and stuff, but... I, I don't mind them. Like it's it's you. It's it's and like and just the way that she said it, it was just like, all right, cool. Like thank you. Like I appreciate that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was it's for I think for a while for her it was like the uh, the appearance was hard, especially when I got my hands done. She I remember that dinner that dinner night. Oh man, I was sitting there and like I, they're already done. Like you can't There's fucking go back. Yeah, yeah. You can't <laughs> fucking do anything about it. You know. And she's just staring at them. Oh, just like oh, like you know like just flabbergasted, whatever, you know, just, oh, like yeah. my, my grandson, you know, and like this and that. And now the talks that I have with her and stuff like that, her expression is totally different as yeah. far as it goes for all that. And again, it's hard for the change and the acceptance, but I think for our our, our generation is more willing to go with the flow and also too, we are just changing a lot in the sense that we we want to see different things we want to have different options and going back to the whole like there is so many fucking options we want there to always be options we don't want there to be like just one way yeah yeah there is no more of that you know what i mean it's like and which is a good good thing but also there is there is bad to that too because there are some things that like are good like the whole i think the whole like chivalry part of like if you're dating somebody like opening the doors for them Mm fucking paying for the food, stuff yeah. like that. Like that stuff that's like, it still needs to be fucking done. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that shit, <laughs> uh, send your girlfriend my way. Cause, <laughs> oh, I'll do it for her, you know? But um, that's just, that's just like, I don't know. It's just something that you should do. It's a yeah. must. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Just like fucking brushing your teeth. Yeah. Just like taking a shower. Just mm-hmm. like working out. I mean, so this is the whole part of like, again, not comprehending. If you are, are ill, Minded in what you comprehend. So it's not, what is it? What is it? There's a study and it's not like their main focus of the study, but it's just a result of the study in in which they did, which is the more educated inmates are less likely to become multiple offenders. Because they comprehend more. And so when you comprehend more, you will understand why not to do certain things. Or you will also understand why certain things are the way that they are in certain situations. More so than if you don't comprehend. So if you have a lack of of, of language, then you're not going to understand certain words. So if you don't understand a certain word, then thus you won't understand that whatever the fuck they're talking about. Yep. So if if we learn to expand our our vocabulary and our, our our thought process as far as it goes for like having just more word choices i think it gives us a better understanding of everything in the sense of not only what we're talking about but also to an understanding of yourself because then you can comprehend more on uh, a non-tangible level i don't know how else to say that mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like like just something that you. that's not i mean i guess the language is not tangible already but you know what i mean yeah
1: so so like one thing that you know i've i've gone through a, my fair share of anxiety and depression and everything right and like i've been on meds and I, i've done all of it but i think the biggest shift for me was my language because i would go i switched from saying i heard it on a podcast i switched from saying uh i'm having anxiety
3: mm-hmm.
1: right or, or i'm i would say something along the lines of where i was anxiety itself yeah. right to to i'm experiencing anxiety mm-hmm. and it does this good job of being able to, to separate yourself and be yeah. like oh okay i'm gonna be okay i'm just gonna kind of you know <laughs> like it, let my body do its thing we can go on for hours but i know david has to drive far and we've been going for how long now Two oh we can uh, i don't
2: dang we did <laughs> hours. oh my god dude we're um, just yapping away over here man before Fuck. i before i close it out shane where
1: can people find you if they want to get some amazing artwork on their body, where do they reach out to
2: you? Give yourself just this shameless of fucking plugs.
3: Let's
2: <laughs> <laughs> <here>, baby. <laughs> so if you want to come and find me, you can find me at Shane, S-H-A-N-E, Duno, D-U-N-O. If you don't know, now you know. You guys can find me at Shane Duno on Instagram. And if you want to hear me, just tweet out random things. I'm also on Twitter. at the same right. handle. Everything's just Shane Duno, man. It's just got in early. Just took the last name. Yeah. Honestly, it was coined by Tommy. He coined me little baby shane duno a long time ago i think oh, he, yeah. you've heard me that, that, that before maybe not but and, shane duno. And
1: what about artwork how do they how do they reach out how do they make contact where do they go
2: just message on there man message, message on me on instagram. instagram yeah instagram and twitter instagram just for booking appointments just instagram, all yeah. Right. instagram. yeah yeah twitter's just, just like just for funsies all right
1: <laughs> all right well thank you so much for listening. Yeah, bro, it
0: was it's always i think after getting my first tattoo with you it wasn't just the artwork that you did on me. That was like super like amazing. It was the conversations we had. And so by the point that I got the tattoo, I was like, I know we're going to have an amazing podcast. So thank you so much for coming, talking, sharing your knowledge. You thank know, you. we all have it. We're all willing to share it. I think that's the beautiful part about the podcast. Oh, yeah. And um, super happy you're here, man. And, you know. We got more tattoos coming along the way, so be ready.
3: Woo-hoo!
1: Yeah, so, if you guys made it this far into the podcast, go ahead and leave us a five star rating and a review wherever you are listening to this. Uh, you can find us on any social media at Drum Podcast. But until next week, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. Until then, I'm Drum and I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.